Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hello again, Brian Barrett here, host of Truth is Truth podcast. Before I start, since we're just past Thanksgiving when this was being written, which was on November 28th, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for allowing me the grace and mercy of salvation. I want to praise God for showing me the way he gave me to receive that salvation through my Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to thank him for the blessing of my life my wife, my kids, my grandchildren, and my family and friends. God has been so good to me, even though I definitely do not deserve the blessing. I also want to thank my Lord and God for allowing me to speak of Him and giving me understanding to pass that on to others. What a great God I am allowed to serve. I want to talk about a few things in this podcast. Repentance, our lives in Christ, and some current affairs that relate to the importance of both. Again, I'm not perfect or in any way all-knowing or even close, but God is. Let's talk about the word repent. A couple of months ago while at church, at Morningstar Church, Pastor Brett brought up that many people today don't speak of repentance connected with salvation, but it is directly related and imperative to salvation as you will understand in the verses I have chosen to review. A perfect description of repentance or repent is what happens as you approach salvation mentally and spiritually. You no longer object to or oppose Christ, but you acknowledge that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. You do a mental and spiritual 180, which in turn changes everything. Repentance, repenting, repented, repent, or just a change of mind from what originally was. You change your mind about sin and discover honoring God. You understand in the change of mind that it's no longer about you and your performance, but about God and his forgiveness, grace, mercy, and many more of the perfect attitudes and characteristics of God. It's a hard attitude of confessing Christ and who he is and honoring him in every word and aspect of your life. So you have a change of mind from the evil imperfection that is inherently in you and you depend on Christ to show you who you should and can be in him. It doesn't mean you are perfect and will live a perfect life. It just means you have a change of mind of who Christ is in your life. You choose to go toward and with him instead of away and against him. As the verses stress, the calling of this podcast is except you repent knowing this. Let's listen to these verses. Luke 13, 3 and 5. I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Acts 13, 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. As I said, repentance is totally connected to salvation. It's not an option. You must have a change of mind and understanding of repentance. Now on to knowing this. 
Romans 6, 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. In the last, in 6.9, Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. So now through the changing of the mind and heart and repenting, we will now know these things. Shall we continue to live in our mental and non-spiritual state of sin and evil lust of the world now that we have changed our minds? No. This topic is basically ignored and put off as if we can't live above sin, but that is not true. Will we probably sin? Yes. Verse 2 continues the mindset, God forbid, or may it never be, as this exclaims, we are dead to sin, our old person has died, and we now have Christ living in us. We still have the continual battle with our flesh, nature, but we now have our spirit, nature of Christ. So, as truly saved people, we should not desire to sin, as Christ in us freed us from the bondage of the sin nature that we were bound to. As we were baptized into Christ, we were baptized into his death, which means we are dead to sin and alive in Christ in all ways. We are a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. All things are made new. We are born again and not of corruptible flesh, but of the Spirit of God. We can live no longer in the lust of the flesh, but with the Spirit of God within us. Since we have been united with him, as baptism symbolizes, his death and burial become ours. This simply means that in Christ we died and were buried with him, and then we have also been united with him in his resurrection. There is a new quality and character to our lives. This speaks of the believer's regeneration repentance, whereas sin describes the old life, righteousness describes the new. Verse 5 continues in this association to the Spirit. The Spirit is now our life in all things and not of this world. Colossians 3, 1, and 4, 1 through 4. If you then be risen with Christ, seek thou those things which were above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on the things above and not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. We as saved people live or die in Jesus. We are believers in and followers of him. In fact, he actually lives in us or abides in us. Christ in us, literally. Our old man, or unregenerate self, not old in years of life, but something which is worn out and useless. The old self died with Christ, and we now enjoy a divinely given life that is the life of Christ himself. Body and flesh refer to sinful natures that are intertwined with physical weakness and pleasures. Although the old self is dead, sin retains a foothold in our temporal flesh or our unredeemed humanness. 
which is corrupted desires. The believer does not have two competing natures, the old and the new, but one new nature that is still incarcerated in unredeemed flesh. In verse 7, is dead. Through our union with Christ, when our body dies, it no longer longs for things of the flesh. Sin is dead in us. We have overcome or subdued the fleshly man and become spiritual man. Our new life is in Christ, not in this flesh. According to verse 8, which is perfectly true, believers will live in the presence of Christ for eternity, but also that all who have died with Christ, which is true of all believers, will live a life here that is fully consistent with his holiness. And then in conclusion, this part of the podcast, verse 9 tells us that Jesus has won the victory over sin and death. And for all of those who will follow him, he offers life everlasting. Jesus abolished death and gave us eternal life and perfect immortality in his freely given up life on this earth. 1 Corinthians 15.26 says, The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. And then 1 Corinthians 15.54, So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Physical earth and its death that all will experience has been excused for us as we who have truly accepted Christ now, right now, are living in that eternity right now. We will close our eyes here and open them in the presence of our Lord and Savior in his eternity for us with him. He promised he would prepare a place for us, and that is exactly what he has done. He cannot lie and will not break his promise as we do every day. What an awesome God we have and serve. Now let's apply the knowledge we now have with today and what is going on. There are many things that the evil people we have placed in charge over us are making happen, but I will only discuss a few of these in podcast. Freedom, COVID, and economy. We have an inherent right of freedom given to us by God. God sent Christ to die for us to set us free, free from the bondage of sin and freedom to choose God over man. God gave us kings because we wanted an earthly leader in lieu of following God and the freedom he allowed, as we have discussed before. We, mankind, chose kings over God. This allowed for evil leadership to reign in the process of bringing our freedom to risk. Kings as given then, as leadership should be now, were to put in order means for our protection and only our protection. This is the way it was to be and should be. Protection from what? The same things as were when God gave the Jews a king. The protection was to be from attacks from the outside trying to invade, conquer, and destroy the Jews and protection of the innocent of the kingdom within. In less words, keep evil out and good in. The leadership was evil as God knew it would be, and we now are lorded over by those who wish to destroy the good and goodness of God and his purpose for our lives. We have become servants of them instead of God. God has seen all this and knows all things. This will not stand, and these evil people can destroy our physical, finite, earthly lives, but not our eternal, spiritual lives given to us when we accept Christ. All things we see transpiring today are directly related to the desire to destroy who we are in Christ. Of course they cannot. But if we do not stand up and deny this leadership, we will suffer the consequences of these decisions that are being made on this earth. 
Kings mentioned in the Bible did the same things as we are seeing today. They controlled the movement of the people by rules and regulations, as well as the finances and property of the people. Taking property and taxing the production, the good people to support their sinful evil ways, and the whole time saying that the people or peasants, as they were called, were not capable of thinking for themselves or taking care of themselves. They, we, are not capable to have our freedom, is what they think. We have these many evil elitists that want to play and be gods in our lives and will do whatever it takes to accomplish that goal. You hear this form of statement all the time. You have to do this or that because we care about you, and you have to do this or that to care about others. What an evil lie. While in that thought and frame of mind, let's talk about COVID. By the way, I choose freedom over fear. I'm not afraid of COVID because I have my faith in God, not man. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in man. Psalm 118.8 Some consider this the middle verse in the Bible of which I claim, and some claim Psalm 103.1 Bless the Lord, O my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I can accept either as for this application as they both claim trust and confidence in the Lord, not man. COVID, for evil and control reasoning, has been brought forward as the virus of choice to take freedom, finances affecting the economy, and movement away from a republic of people. They're causing division. They're causing us to go against each other, even. This is directly had more of an effect on the definition of the people as peasants instead of citizens than any other time in history. We are being regulated and controlled toward the destruction of this once free country into a perversion of evil elitist control and brainwashing for all of the weak and faith people in this country. Don't be fooled. Can COVID kill the earthly? Yes, it can. As many other viruses and diseases can. Can we have science to help us fight it? Sure we can. Do we need to violate our rights and freedoms to contain this virus to others? No, we don't. These evil, controlling, God-hating people leading this country and the appointed of those not elected evil elitists that have gained power, fame, and much money are taking this country down the wrong path quickly. My surprise in this is how easily they are doing this without a fight from intelligent, wise, and understanding people, especially those who claim the one and only true living God. True facts and science prove that there are more effective ways to combat these viruses and illnesses. I hear these evil people continually say that we need to follow science, but we don't. If you are truly following science of the created by the creator, there would be understanding showing the truth, and that is not the case. What we are being told by these liars are just that, lies. I am not a doctor, or by initials a scientist either. But what makes someone a doctor or scientist anyway? Just going to school to get a title before or after your name, does that make you a true anything? The gathering of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in the subject matter gives us the ability to be whatever we want to be. Anyone that sets their mind to a particular subject can become able to understand any of these things. The ingredient that is most missed in all I see is common sense to understand the intelligent creation, which allows for us to learn and equip ourselves to be capable of distinguishing these lies from facts. There's a book that we have easy access to, at this moment anyway, that tells all these things. It's called the Holy Bible. Try it sometime, and take it, claim it, and accept it as the truth, and hold on as it changes your life. There is no shot that will cure any virus at this point, and there probably never will be. 
Look back, look today, and study and look into the future to see that what I am saying makes sense. What we are seeing today is accelerated evil that has not been seen in this country previously. It is sheer evil and out of control. But, as I always say, be of good cheer. God is in control. He always has been, and he always will be. One last subject, and I will be done for this podcast. We are all one creation. Male and female created he. That he is God. We may be of different cultures and pigment colors of our skin, but we are all created equally. We are all not a race of people. We are a people all created in the image of God in how he wanted us to be created. But being placed in different areas of this earth as we were scattered at the chosen time that God wanted to scatter us, due to our sinful nature and our desire to be as God. I know that sounds difficult, but it is not. It is just simple truth. God created Adam and Eve, and we all came from them. Truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. There is one creation of human form, and that all came from God creating Adam and Eve and directing them to reproduce after the fall from the Garden of Eden, which, by the way, was not a surprise to God. He knows all, and by the way, this earth will last until God is finished with it, not by or of man. So with that said, we are all one creation described as man or mankind. I don't care where you come from, where you came from, what color your skin uh, is because of the adaption by the body is related to where you were placed. We are all one. I don't care if you want to call creation of man a race but if you do then we are all of one race period why are we so afraid to say that if you want to discuss equality there it is if we are all one race then we all are and should be equal in our ability to think and be successful a person chooses to be successful in a good way or chooses not to be successful we all have the ability to be successful and productive in this world Circumstances don't make you who you are. Circumstances reveal who you are. Charity or love of the creation is the answer. Love one another. Be honest in all ways. And know between right and wrong and evil and good and choose wisely. People can be divided in two categories if that makes you feel better about it. Than being a single creation. Good and evil. Saved and lost. Those who know and believe God and those who refuse to do as much. Accept Christ and be good and saved from eternal damnation or refuse God and be evil and lost to eternal damnation. This is your choice and no one else's. God allows it to all equally. You make a choice whether you believe it or not. Truth is truth. There is hate, bias, prejudice, pride, arrogance, and on and on. Maybe you may be confusing these evil actions as race divide. I will not confuse these truths. Treat others in and with charity, as that is the right thing to do. I have said it before. All crimes against a person or a person's property are hate crimes, not racial crimes, as those can exist in God's creation, as there is no race. I will never fall for that way of thinking because I understand God's created world. Respect people and their given property, and we can all live in peace on this earth. 
disrespect that in any way, and there will be division. God speaks of this disrespect and evil in his word. He guides us in all those areas. I will say right now that if you say you don't understand this truth, it is not because you can't. It's because you won't. You have a choice to make and make the right and good one that means life ever after with our God or life ever after without God. I shudder to think about the latter of those two choices. I choose and chose to serve the one and only true living God, and I do not fear physical death because when I accepted Christ as my Savior, I realized that I was already alive forever. My eyes may or may not close before the Lord returns, but if they do, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I will not see death. I may close my eyes and sleep from this world, but they will open in eternity with my Jesus and God. Praise his holy name. What a promise he has given us. Since it is now December, as I finish this podcast, my hope is that you have a blessed Christmas this year and that you will celebrate with me a day we choose to celebrate the birth of our Savior. It is not about the gifts, the food, the drink, or even the visitation. It is about the birth and existence of a loving, gracious, merciful Savior that died for our sins. We need only that fact that Christ was born to have a beautiful and successful Christmas. It makes it simple in my mind and my heart. I hope it does to yours too. Merry Christmas to all that are listening. And as always, be of good cheer. His return is inevitable, and I am looking, anticipating, and ready to go to him as he calls. May God bless and keep you. I will hopefully see you next year if the Lord wills. Keep your eyes upon Jesus. He is the only way. See you all next time.